Hey, it's Mike Matthews about to board the bus to go to the last place on Earth. This week we find out what women are learning to do that before only men could do. We hear about what millennials are doing to get revenge on the New York Times Magazine. And we tell you what you need to know about the second to the last Harry Potter movie before you spend your hard-earned money on it. Plus we hear music from Japel, Hannah Georges, and Jake Blanton. So ride with me to the perfect half-hour show to listen to right at this exact moment. The last place on Earth. Hmm. What's that interesting smell I smell? Ah, it could be that we we're watching two dogs now. We have uh, two boxers in the house, and they're lots of fun. No, they really are. They their faces are quite comical. Comical, like my singing, for example. My birthday is Monday. That's goodbye to 41 day. On the last place on earth. 42's a good number if you read The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy On the last place on Earth The Beatles came out this week on iTunes Did you know that the White Album came out 42 years ago? While my guitar gently weeps Obla-dee-obla-da I was born that day to my unhip ma and pa Don't tell me I'm nowhere Take it from me On the last It took to be square By order of importance It go John, George, Paul, then Ringo On the last The last Place On On Earth Earth Yeah So there's a For you people that know I, I lived with my wife for two years in Huntsville, Alabama For some reason Every Christmas the people there go Eight for Mannheim Steamrollers. Yeah, the Mannheim Steamrollers, the people that do Christmas music that has lots of... It's mostly instrumental band. It evolved from C.W. McCall's Convoy, for any of you who even care about that information. I don't know. I was thinking about it the other day. I'm wondering, why, why, why? And why, why, why do we want to get irradiated at the airport? I guess it's better than getting blown up in an airplane. But... Traveling is weird this holiday season, isn't it? It just makes you wish for the days that you could just get in an envelope and mail yourself. Oh, we never had those days. Never mind. Got my hair did right. Got my ladies coming back up. Yeah, the mood feels nice. I think tonight's the night it's gonna happen. I'm not a player, not a hater. I'm your lover and I want your love. She 
last place on earth that is hannah georges and my name is mike matthews this is the show where we take you to a place where where it's okay to be you where it's okay to where it's okay to sit down or stand up or hang out with two boxers boy they are out they were playing like for the past 24 hours boxers just they're fun to watch playing but you know at some point, you're praying that they calm down and they relax, and that's what they're doing right now. Yay. Ah, it's Shelly Shuhart, our 18-year-old gift shop supervisor. Hello, Matt Michaels. Oh, and she calls me Matt Michaels because that was my name on the radio show that I used to do. I could call you Mike if you want. No, that's that's quite all right. Shelly, you're, uh, you're 18. Now, millennials are, are kind of the 20-somethings. And New York Times Magazine ran a cover story that kind of insulted them, saying that no generation likes to be insulted. And it said something to the effect of, why is it taking 20-somethings so long to grow up? Well, some 20-somethings got together. They're actually cashing in on the... I don't know if they're actually making any money off of this, but they've created a website. I think it's called MillennialsMag.com, but it's Millennials Magazine, and it's online. And... They started off with some funny topics, one of them being the AOL screen name, screen names, not scream names, although there was that movie Scream, which I'm sure you enjoyed. Never saw it. Okay. So it's AOL screen names 
that many millennials had chosen in their reckless youth, including Sparkly Pink Bunny 28. That was what one person submitted. I like that name. That's really cool. I sometimes think I am a sparkly pink bunny. Okay. So, see, that's what people do. That's what the millennials are doing. They get revenge by actually creating a whole website and a whole organization against someone that says something bad about them. That's true, Matt Michaels. I got really mad at you last week. So I created the whole gift shop to be an enormous death trap for you. If you want to walk inside, I'll show you. Shelly, that's really amazing, and it shows ingenuity. And it shows that I probably should keep about a good 10 feet away from you. That's right, Matt Michaels. So I'm going to take my microphone and just calmly walk away. Oh, no, another trap. Ah, she got me.
Ed's Capel. It's the last place on earth. Hello, I'm Mike Matthews. Oh, everybody, look, it's the disgruntled fiddle player. I meant to tell you what, I saw that Harry Potter movie and I want to give you a quick review. Okay, go ahead. All right, so, well, it looks like Harry Potter in this is being chased by a bunch of people and then he gets angry and then it's to be continued. Oh, okay. Sounds like a Seinfeld I was watching the other night. Yeah, they're just like Seinfeld, those Harry Potters. Uh huh. So overall, what did you think? Well, I don't know. I, I mean, I hate when I go to a movie and it ends up looking like a video game. Like if I want to be playing video games, I'll whip out my little Atari and television, something like that. I'll play that. Uh huh. You don't play video games much, do you? No. And so, what, overall, what'd you think? Well, I hate when I, I'm being strung along for the conclusion. There you go. Okay. The scrunnel fiddle player. You can take it from him. And what do you think about that sign, that new, where, we, where we're at right now in uh, Castro Valley, California? They've got this sign that they want to put uh, up that used to be up but was taken down because of complaints. Unfortunately, the sign cost $100,000, so they're basically saying, why don't we just re-put it somewhere else? And maybe, uh, you know, the people that don't like it won't see it. Yeah, I think the sign's beautiful. Well, I had a write-in on my Facebook from John Long, and he said that he used to make signs. And he found out the hard way that the worst thing to do to make is to make signs for a church or for a city council. Because you never please anybody. Yeah, well, that's just stupid. See, you're not pleased. But my name is the disgruntled fatal player. Ready, go. i mm-hmm. 
last place on earth that is Jake Blanton. My name is Mike Matthews. And look, walking in right now, Benita the Rodeo Queen. Hi, Matt. Hey, I almost stepped on the two boxers sitting there. Sorry. Whoa, look out there. Yeah, man. Anyway, I heard about something you were talking uh, earlier about the millennials. Yes, millennials. Yeah, what I do is when I get really drunk down at the local bar, I like to go pick up some millennials and we go driving real fast and we go really fast and we escape the Earth's atmosphere. Millennials, huh? Yeah, they're celestial beings. Uh huh. No, um, they're not. But Benita the Rodeo Queen. The public restroom and porta potty seats are nasty places for for women, right? Yeah. Do you open up every conversation like that? And what I was what I was going to tell you was I was reading about this guy who has uh, he he saw a female friend uh, relieving herself while standing at a beach. He he made notes of how she did this standing technique. And now he offers workshops for three hundred to three thousand dollars a pop, depending on how far he has to travel to teach the method. And it's a guy teaching this method to women. Okay, I feel kind of awkward right now. Uh huh. And then there's uh, this girl from UC Berkeley who took the class, and now she has offered up an instructional DVD. Where it charges, uh, it's like a sixteen ninety five for it. Uh huh. Does it come in like a black ceramic pot? No, but I, I think the cover is kind of blanked out. But yeah. So, do you think you might be trying that anytime soon? Making a black ceramic pot? No, you know, relieving yourself standing up. Well, my horse does it all the time, and I've often wondered if I could do it too. I guess if I really put my mind to it, I can do anything. Okay, Benita, thank you. That was really inspirational and a bit disturbing. Jazz Club.
That is Chris, K-R-I-S-S, and the last place on earth is what you are listening to. This is episode 11. Wow, we're in the double digits now. How did we get here? It's just sort of like me turning 42 tomorrow. No. What is today? Well, it's going to be on Monday, so I'm going to be 42 then, and I'm angry. Man, Michaels. Oh, Shelly Shuhart once again just popped up out of nowhere. Yeah, I just want to tell you, you're only as old as you feel, because I'm not really 18. I'm actually 57. See? There you go. There, that explains. You just jumped right over the millennial thing. That's right, because I didn't want to travel at hyperspeed. Yeah. Benita, you like traveling at hyperspeed? Yeah, man. I think it's lots of fun. And my horse likes it too, Nilly. You don't bring Nilly in much anymore, do you? No. Okay. Anyway, 42, not looking forward to it. But as I mentioned in the opening song, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy does mention the number 42 as the answer to life, the universe, and everything. The ultimate question. Of course, the ultimate question nobody knows, and that begins the uh, whole storyline to that book and the subsequent other Douglas Adams books. Uh, Some interesting connections that I have to Douglas Adams. Douglas, I did not know, lived in Santa Barbara. The whole time I was going to UCSB, UC Santa Barbara, and I did not know I was like practically neighbors with him. Unfortunately, he passed away uh, before I ever could, uh, you know, stalk him or anything. But he was a tremendous writer, loved his comedy, and his uh, movie became really uh, pretty, pretty popular when it came out. I know it was number one in the box office, and Zooey Deschanel was in it, who has gone on to bigger things. Sam Rockwell was in it. Uh, most deaf and um, that guy who's from the British version of The Office. Also, one other thing the 80s supergroup Level 42 was named after the number 42. And they were carpenters, so they used levels a lot. Level 42. And they weren't really a supergroup, they just had like two songs. Disgruntled fiddle player. Yeah, man, I did not review the new James Franco movie, but I want to watch it because he cuts off his arm in it. Yeah, I hear that. It's it's a very psychological movie. Lots of stuff going on in that. But uh, I, I don't I don't know. Those kind of movies are where you really it really requires you to sit in a squirmish sort of way. Even though there's supposedly a lot of critics like it, I don't know if I if I'm gonna go see it. But I'm sure James will win some kind of Oscar for it. Yeah, just like I want an Oscar for appearing on this show and acting like I have a southern accent, which I don't. My accent is actually a British accent. Really? Go ahead and talk British. Well, I can't. I'm like that guy from House. I can't stop talking in the American accent even though I'm British. Interesting. See, we learn something new from our characters every week. So you can catch this uh, episode and other episodes of The Last Place on Earth on iTunes. Just look it up, Last Place on Earth, and put my name in there, Michael Matthews. And also, you can check out my blog and podcast site. That is miketalks.blog.com. Join me again next week, and if you do any traveling, I hope you zip through that radiation screening thing as quickly as possible, and that even more so you have a very nice and safe and enjoyable flight. And that the relatives that you go to visit aren't too annoying. And have a happy, happy Thanksgiving. 
and thanks for listening. And, and, I think I'm done using the word and. Oh, look, my dogs are still asleep. Wow, must have been a really good show. Thanks, guys. Big voice, come in now. Association with Quadruple and Pink.